Hey, Deborah, guess what time it is? Oh, Wendy, I don't know. Let's see. It must be Thursday. Is it take a breath time? It is time to put the stuff down. Take a breath. Let's just ah, pause. I don't know about you, but oh, man, this week's been crazy. We had our staff retreat. It, oh. How our staff has grown. Oh, my goodness. It's amazing. It is. And oh boy, are they just not wonderful group of people. So talented, so many skills that really are helping us to um, take the ministry into the next level. I'm so excited about what the future is going to be bringing. I agree. I mean, wow. Well, ladies, it is time to just come on, put your stuff down. It's time to take a breath. We're going to just uh, sit back uh, Deborah and I, we may challenge your thinking a smidge today, um, share some really great stuff with you. And, you know, today our theme, we are, we are still in our five, four, five keys to a successful business. We are on part four. Well, for those of you who need a refresher, part one, is there a need for what I do? And how do you know about that need, if, that there's a need? The second one was, what is your product or service? You've got to know it, right? You've just got to know it. And the third one was, you must have a business plan and follow it. And that is so very true. Ah, uh, yes, Wendy. So that was about two weeks ago. I wonder if any of our ladies have looked at their business plans, refined them, started one. I sure hope they have that they're take following this advice because it can make the difference between struggling with your business and being able to see it um, start to flourish. Absolutely. Well, let me just tell you, Deborah, we missed you last week. We had Crystal Parker come on. She shared a bunch of surprises. And I know you will love our topic was all about collaboration, women oh. collaborating. How <laughs> awesome. But we sure did miss you last week. It wasn't quite the same. Oh, well, thank you for that. And I'm so appreciative that Crystal could step in and take my place while I, um, while I had to step out. But um, I'm glad to be back and I'm excited for the topic today and really just talking about this idea, uh, Wendy, about coaching and how important a coach is to the ability to grow your business and, and to be supported. You know, I, I agree. And and the theme about coaching, you know, when we were preparing for today, it reminded me of when I had my uh, cleaning company and I had a serious cash flow issue. Um, it was just not pretty. I was in that place that so many businesses get to. I was completely overwhelmed. I just didn't even know what to do. It, it was just, and, and you know, not only did I struggle, but I felt like a failure and I had no idea who to turn to for help. You know, my, my family, my husband and my children and my best friend, Sheree, they are my cheerleaders. They are there to continually remind me, you can do it, you can do it, right? They didn't understand. And my employees didn't understand. You know, they needed me to be the leader, not sit there 
you know, bursting into tears because I have no idea what to do. I couldn't talk to, you know, other businesses doing what I did. You know, I didn't want them to know I was a failure. So I couldn't talk to them. And then I did reach out. But the mistake I made is I reached out to someone who didn't share my same values. Mm. I mean to tell you what a mess that was. I, it was, you know, it was just a mess. It was one of the most difficult times in my entire entrepreneurship journey of over 35 years. And, you know, I always look back and I do say this daily. I wish I knew about Nehemiah and Kingdom Business Coaching back then. Boy, I'd be in a different place today. Well, that is so true, Wendy. And, you know, um, and oftentimes entrepreneurs talk about this as a lonely place for them, that they feel that they have, um, you know, no one on their side, that they are struggling in which to find someone to share ideas with. But I also want to say it also happens um, for those who are leaders within an organization. They may not be the owner, but they are leading a department or a group of people. And they're trying to make decisions and execute the uh, plans of the business. But sometimes they really feel like they're on all by themselves as well. And, and so needing to have someone that you can share those struggles with and ask questions, get insight from someone that you can trust. Because I'm going to tell you, being inside an organization and having internal competitors is not a pretty place to be as well. Because you feel like, boy, if I make a mistake, I have someone who is nipping at my heels, right? They're ready to take my place for me. And so you can, again, lose your confidence. You don't know who to trust. But as you said, as a biblical entrepreneur, we now know what resources are available to us and how to fall back on them. And Wendy, this is one of the biggest reasons for women in business is because I felt for a very long time, our younger women or those that are just entering into the marketplace or workforce, they need support and guidance as they navigate through these waters. So whether they're having starting their own business or they're entering into um, a, another business itself, um, that they need to have someone that they can trust to help navigate through these treacherous waters. So my hope is that someday um, as we build this, that, that um, through leadership and example, um, sharing our experiences that we can help others so that it can avoid the pitfalls and mistakes that we've already made. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I bought and paid for those lessons. Pretty, They were pretty hefty <laughs> for me. Um, you know, today we had our Women in Business uh, work development workshop and Dr. Camilla Clark, who was on with us a, uh, about a month or two ago, talked about your most valuable asset. And, you know, I'm thinking as we're talking about the, this, the cost of those mistakes. You know, I always say I paid bought and paid for those mistakes. But what I also realized is that it didn't just cost me money. It cost me my health. It cost me sleep. It cost me relationships. It, um, it, it was a, a, a higher price. And I, I actually think the price was a little bit higher on the things that were not monetary. 
Well, I couldn't agree more with that. I think that um, the the sense of worry, the stress, um, those have physical tolls that come upon us as well. Um, and just lost uh, productivity that we have uh, and relationships, as you said, with others, how we relate to them has a an effect as well. Our family suffers because they're not quite sure what's happened to us. <laughs> <laughs> We've turned into something that they don't recognize, right? Exactly. And, um, and then we have um, our children, or our spouses um, have a, a reaction to how we're behaving. It just has a real domino effect. And so how do we really help and support one another as we go through these, um, these difficult times? Well, ladies, I hope you're listening today. I uh, Put your name in the chat box. We'd love to know you're here. Uh, share your thoughts with us as we, we're going along. You know, Deborah, I, I I agree. And and I look back and I think, okay, what could I have done different? You know, I'm always a big believer how, that that everything is an, ex, an opportunity for me to learn and grow. You know, I share about, you know, my basket of my gifts, skills, and talents that every opportunity that I've had, I put something in there. And so even those mistakes, even those challenging times, I know that I've put something very valuable in that basket that's going to help me on on the road to my purpose. So I, I think that, you know, when I sit back and I look at, okay, what could I have done differently when I had those challenges with my cash flow or with another area that I was always very weak on was, um, you know, human resources and hiring. What could I have done? Um, and I'm going to tell you today's uh, number four is what brings me back. And, and this is probably the single, probably the most important thing. I think the second important thing would, would have been to have a working business plan. You know, um, our summary business plan that we do and biblical entrepreneurship, I think that would be the second. But the number one thing that I could have done was hire a coach. I could have placed the value of that coach. Because one of the things that I discovered, I was paying for him anyways. Now, either I was paying for him <laughs> in stress and mistakes and lack of sleep and lack of growth and, and you know, <laughs> In the challenges I was having, I was paying for that coach one way or another. And so I wish that I had paid it to someone who could have helped me. Yeah. And, you know, really, as you were saying earlier, our family, our friends, um, colleagues, they really don't have, they all have a, um, some sort of skin in the game, right? And they want you to do something because, you know, they care about us, but they also, um, you know, want to see a, a, a particular result. And what I love the idea about a coach, and, and as we've worked with others, is that a coach just focuses on what is the goals and how do we reach them. And so it is an unbiased uh, approach that is about the success of the individual and the success of the business. Well, that brings us to our first talking point, which is what's the purpose of a coach? You know, and I think that this is probably also one of the reasons I didn't really understand the value um, that the coach would bring 
or um, the value of their services, right? To the, the expense, I, I just felt like I didn't have the money. So the first, the first talking point is a purpose. So first of all, as you said, uh, they identify and focus on what's most important in your business. They also create an environment where leaders can see themselves more clearly and make improvements. Because sometimes as an entrepreneur, you can't see the forest for the trees. All you see is the problem and you cannot see the solution. And that is one of those areas. Uh, they can also help you identify the gap between where the business is today and where you want to go. You know, sometimes our business feels like it kind of stalled, right? We, and, and we just can't see, you know, where we want to go. Another thing is they in, can inspire you to do more than you think you can do. And then my favorite, it's one of my favorite things about being a coach now is holding them accountable and then providing the tools and systems. You know, it's how do I gain a competitive advantage? Well, one of the best ways you can gain a competitive advantage is through a coach. All the professional athletes have them. Well, I, yeah, and executives um, all across this nation, we're going to talk about that in a minute, uh, around the world, all have coaches as well. And, you know, having your own cheerleader, the person who is for you, but won't let you get away with the nonsense that you um, that you bring, <laughs> that we bring, oh, right? Mean like our family <laughs> well, or best friends. Yeah, sometimes, you know, that, that do that. You know, yesterday I had, I, I had a session with, um, with an entrepreneur and, and I just love this. They said, be, just be honest with me. Tell me the truth. Tell me what I don't see and how I can improve. And, you know, that's what we want. We want to be all of us. I mean, I think about my core value. I want to hear the truth. I don't want it sugar coated because that doesn't help me. Now I don't want to be. I don't want to be run over with it, but I certainly want to know what that is so that we can make improvements. And, and the Lord, I believe, brings people into our lives that can help us to do that. And so now in, in these um, days, there's a number of ways in having a coach that can even identify in specific ways, like a human resources coach. I think of our colleague, Sharice, that that's one of the technical areas or specific areas that she works in. Um, others who look at succession or in financials or um, just in leadership as well. So there's many ways of looking and having a coach that can identify and help you to grow in, in your role, but also um, in your uh, business as well. Well, Wendy, you talked about the second point. I kind of you touched on a little bit. And sometimes this is what we hear is I can't afford a coach. Right. Um, uh, I don't know. That seems a little frivolous to me. I, I'm not sure if that's uh, I can my company can afford it or not. But as you said, you're going to pay for one one way or another, um, being able to really take a look at it. So I just like to share a couple of facts with uh, our audience as they think about um, the return on investment by having a coach. We, there's a survey that showed that com a company's investment in coaching realized a return on their investment of almost six times the cost of the coaching. Wow. 
And you know, when you think about, um, as you said, in human resources, um, hiring, releasing, and rehiring, right there um, can cost you up to seven times the salary of that individual that you're trying to hire and re um, retrain and rehire, and then release and you do that process over and over again. And that's just one area. I mean, looking at your financials and making some some suggestions about how you can improve either um, your expenses or finding other ways to increase your revenue. So there's a number of ways in which um, a coach can help you in that re on your return on investment. And really, as we talk about the intangible return, the value of having this impartial voice this person whose only sole goal is to see you be the best that you can be. Um, I don't know that we can really put a, a, a price tag on that, but I believe at the end of the day that your coach, you, you should see a value by having a coach um, somewhere on your bottom line and identifying what those key indicators are that tells you that you're getting the value from your coach um, should be identified early and upfront in your engagement with a coach as well. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and I think too, here we're talking about, you know, the, the rate of return on, on your investment, the more you invest, the more, the, the bigger your return. Okay. But the reality is we only have so much of in resources. And I see businesses make this mistake over and over and over again. One of the first areas they'll cut is the coach or the marketing. And those are like the two things that's going to really help them drive revenue, which is what they need. It, it, it can be really tough, but it's a tough decision to make. But remember, you're going to pay for it one way or another. Well, it's almost a panic or a, a, a reaction as opposed to being proactive and looking at your situation and engaging your coach and yeah. saying, I'm not sure what I can do here. I, I feel a need to make some adjustments into my budget. And, and what's your thoughts on this? And a coach can help you walk through those. Absolutely. Well, that brings us to our third talking point, which is get a coach early. You know, I look back and think what would have happened had I engaged in a coach in the beginning? Now, I may not have needed um, a lot of their time in the beginning, but as I grew and my business grew more complex, having that coach who's walked that journey with me would have really made a, a huge difference. You know, and it, it, here's the other thing. Don't wait till you need him, right? You, you don't wait till you think you need one. It, you're already about, you know, six months behind if, if you wait, right? The truth is you need them from the very beginning. Another thing is most people want to wait because they think it's an unnecessary expense. Well, as I said, you're gonna pay for it one way or another. A coach can help you from going down the wrong path. 
one of my coaching clients, you know, uh, that I have an organization, they're having to do a lot of restructuring. I mean, they're having to really think through their model and, and going through that. And through our conversations, we've really been able to hedge off a lot of uh, uh, avenues at the past that they were going to go down. And it has saved them a significant amount of resources um, by doing that. And so get a coach, get them early, don't wait. Boy, it's so true. And when do we, you, the, the, the entrepreneur or the business leader, they look really smart because they've had, they've had, they've brought in uh, expertise, right? They have um, this additional insight that they can use within their organization and waiting until you need one is going to cost you even more because now you've got to invest um, more heavily into solving the problems as opposed to uh, avoiding them or planning ahead. So, um, you know, ladies, I'm going to tell you, this is one of the best things that you can do for yourself. Um, thinking about how a coach can help you in your business, how they can look over the, um, the things that are going well and how you can uh, leverage those as well as what's not working and how can we overcome some of those uh, areas. So use the expertise. Um, don't think that, that coaches think that you are um, not smart enough, not intelligent enough. Uh, it is about solving problems and that's what coaches love to do. That's come right. alongside and help solve problems. It's kind of built into our DNA. I, I agree, I agree totally. <laughs> we love to dig we love to dig deep for those and be able to help um, help solve those issues. You know, one other thing, and, and so we, we usually bring in three three talking points. Well, I'm going to throw one more out here, Deborah. I'm, I'm going to throw it in last All minute. right. Let's hear it. Get the right coach. Oh, that's so true. Because I, at one point, I did, uh, I did have two coaches that I looked at. The first one... I met with him once and after listening to what he was recommending that I do, um, it was so far out of my core values, I had to get up and leave. The second coach that I had um, didn't take the time to really understand uh, me and how I thought and how I worked. So she would say, send me uh, a list of things you're going to accomplish. And I would send her a list of 20 things. And then I would have to, you know, check off which ones I completed that day. And she's like, wow, you're getting a lot done. Wow, you get, you did a lot today. Wow. Instead of saying, um, did you do the right things? I don't want to see you did 20 things. I want to see you do the two right things that drove you to where you needed to go. And this is where I didn't need a cheerleader. I had those, you know, and, and I think she was thinking, well, I, I want to lift her up. I didn't want a cheerleader. I wanted somebody to say, girl, what do you spend your time on that for? You need to be over here. Um, you know, or you're, you're running a race. You're, you're not in a sprint. You know, this is a long distance race. So let's, let's slow it down a little bit and just be more intentional. So having the right coach, I think understanding what the problem is, you know, here, uh, our kingdom business coaches and the, the coaches that have gone through coach certification as, as well as those that have been working with KBC for a long time, they all have a specialty. 
And, you know, I always make sure when I'm talking with someone that my specialty fits them the best. If somebody wants succession and exit, I am not the right person. I'm going to contact Patrice and I'm going to be, bring, bring Patrice and that's his expertise. If it's conflict or if it's um, dealing with the HR or, or that type of thing, I'm going to call you, Deb. I'm just going to say we need Deborah to come in because she had you have such an amazing perspective of that. My specialty is startups. That's my favorite place to be. I love helping them get the business up and going and, and getting from startup to profitability. That's my sweet spot. But here's the thing. you got to find the right coach. And they got to match your personality as well. I think that's important. Well, it sure is. And I think one of the things, one of the ways that we do that, Wendy, is through our assessments. And we do put, um, ask our potential clients to do an assessment so that we can uh, correctly identify. Because oftentimes what we think is the problem is only a symptom. It's not the real issue. And we can tell that through our assessment product. And so I'm just going to throw it out here. Since you threw out one thing, I'm going to throw out another. Awesome. Okay, I'm going to throw out that we can, um, we have a free kingdom business assessment for anyone. Sorry, my phone's ringing. Um, a free business assessment for anybody who'd like to have um, a, a free consultation. So um, we'll get the link up there for you at some point so that you can, um, we'll post it on our Women in Business Facebook page, Wendy. And then that way um, you can take it, get an idea, an overview of your business, and we'll be happy to share some uh, 30 minutes of going over it with you and give you a diagnostic of what that looks like and what we think, uh, how we might be able to help you. So, you know, that's one way, but I also think brought it up when values are important. Mm -hmm. What values does the coach bring and what um, do they match up with your own? Because if they don't, it doesn't matter how talented or um, uh, insightful your coach is, that it's just not ever going to be a relationship that works and so you got to make sure your values work together absolutely and you know um the other piece our diamond members from the e-community get 30 minutes of coaching every month with a coach of their choice so let me tell you ladies it's a hundred dollars a month it is not expensive and you can have a coach walking alongside you keeping you focused keeping you accountable providing those tools it is a great way to get started. If you need more, you can always purchase more, but it, the diamond membership is a great way. Well, Deborah, we are coming down. We're on our last three minutes. This is All right. quick. So ladies, we want to make sure that we are giving you biblical truths to what we're saying. We, we are not ever going to come to you with our own opinion and we are always rooted in scripture so the first scripture i want to share is proverbs 15 22. plans fail for lack of counsel but with many advisors they succeed and so get good counsel 
And what really goes along with that out of Proverbs 12, 15, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man is he who listens to counsel. And, you know, part of that listening includes discernment and um, being able to, to determine if this is the, the right path for you to take. Well, Wendy, this has been exciting these four weeks, but we're getting ready for um, our our fifth the key and next week in the segment on building um, successful businesses. And one I know that you and I are, are most uh, passionate about, and that is the power of prayer in our business. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. We, we save this one for the fifth key, not because it's the last in the line, because it's the most important, and if you don't start with that, all of the rest that we've started with is just going to fall. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm looking forward to it, Wendy, and I think it's going to be really impactful. And, um, and we know we've experienced it. We have, um, we know the, the um, validity of bringing the power of prayer and God into every aspect of our businesses. I think one of the, the real benefits of working through a kingdom company is how we start with prayer every meeting, we end with prayer at every meeting. Um, it really sets the stage for us in how we're working. We has ask and seek God's counsel over every item that we touch each and every day. And so I can't wait to share it with the ladies. I, I'm looking forward to next week as well. Well, ladies, we are uh, wrapping up here. I did want to point out that the identity and destiny for women in business, um, we have extended the start of it for one more week. I had several ladies raise their hand and said, I can't start on the 13th. Can we start on the 20th? So I've left the registration open for one more week. I hope you can join us. But at the end of the day, Deborah, the one thing we want to make sure you always remember in all that you do is look to the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. First Chronicles 16:11. Y'all have a fabulous week and we'll see you next Thursday. Bye everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs>